Welcome to episode number 114 of the Effortless Swimming Podcast. My guest today is Andrew Ho-Peng, who's from DEXA, Melbourne. And DEXA is a body composition scan that tells you your, uh, your bone density, your visceral fat levels, uh, your lean muscle mass, and a number of other things. And so a really good way to check in with your health and well-being. And I use this six months prior to training for the Rottnest Swim. I got a scan done then just to sort of check where I was at. Then I got a scan done the week after the swim because I wanted to see the, the change that my body went through over that six months when I changed the type of training I was doing and the volume of training. And it was a, a real eye-opener as to what changes in terms of uh, visceral fat levels and lean muscle mass uh, that, that my body went through with that change in from sprinting to long-distance swimming. And, uh, and Andrew's going to uh, explain a little bit about what DEXA does, who it's, who it's best used for, and some examples of some of the clients that he's had come through and used it as a, a bit of a motivator and a way to check in with their, their progress because standing on the scales can only tell you so much. You, you really need to break it down in, with those different, different levels from visceral fat and lean muscle mass, and you, you need to be able to look into it with a bit more detail, and that's what I found DEXA to be really useful for. So uh, welcome to the podcast, Andrew Hopeng from DEXA, Melbourne. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Andrew, welcome to the the podcast. Uh, we've known each other. Well, we've we've only known each other for a couple of weeks, but I sort of got introduced to to what you do in in Melbourne about six months ago, and um, you've had uh, the the Dexa. You've had that business in Melbourne for a little while now, and it's. Uh, from my own experience, I've really, really enjoyed it. So, I mean, how'd you come about Dexa and starting that up in Melbourne and um, sort of where's it at at the moment? Yeah, that's um, so we've had Dexa Melbourne now for just over two years. Um, the idea came together when we were using it quite frequently as a dietitian. So a lot of allied health um, learn about Dexa at university, but once they finish uni, they tend not to really um, – use the technology that much. Most sports dietitians will use skin folds and other um, body assessment tools. And so we really um, were intrigued by the level of accuracy and precision in the actual measurement that DEXA could offer. Um, and then we started using it um, at our practice, at our nutrition practice. And then um, just over coffee one day, we had a chat and we said, hey, what, what would it look like and what would it be like if we could bring DEXA in-house? Um, so we went down the pathway, we built the business idea, um, we got the licensing and then we got the training and then from there we just basically opened up Dex in Melbourne and became, um, I guess, dual experts as sports dietitians and then also in the area of DEXA. And what I really like it for is like the way I used it basically was I, I got a scan done I think about five or six months out from when I did the, the Rottnest Swim. And then I got one the week after the swim because I, I just wanted to see what, well, number one, I wanted to see where I was at just in terms of um, uh, muscle mass and fat mass and all that sort of stuff. And, and But really just look at any changes that my body would go through when I started training for more long distance. And it's I, I like that it's, it's the accuracy of it basically it just you don't you can't hide from it it's like when you have underwater filming that like we do at clinics and 
online is there's there's just no hiding from the the camera and there's no hiding from the the DEXA scan. It's uh, it, it tells all truth and there's no uh, no emotion tied up in in that. So I, th I think just in terms of a uh, a way to really get a, a good assessment on your um, your health is is by using that. And I mean, what sort of clients do you have come in? Is is it all elite athletes or is there people uh, um, people like myself? Yeah, yeah, really good question. And that's probably the question we get asked the most. Um, if you look at DEXA, what it essentially does is it measures body composition and then it also measures uh, visceral fat, which is internal belly fat, um, and also measures bone density. And understanding that components of your body and how it changes over time can really go across many areas and many population groups. So the common one, when people think about DEXA, they often think about athletes. And that's because when you look at all the marketing done around DEXA, even with um, here, what we do at DEXA Melbourne, it's often promoted, um, you know, athletes use. It. And that's because they tend to be very involved in manipulating their body composition for sporting performance. It could be because they're trying to make weight for um, a, um, a competition. So they're in a weight sensitive sport. Um, or they're in an aesthetic sport, so something like bodybuilding where they want to be as lean as possible. So tracking changes to fat and muscle over time for an athlete is a very important part of their overall um, performance programming. And then obviously if you can track change, you can readjust your nutrition program and you can readjust your exercise program based on the data that you collect at each time you get a scan. Um, areas now where DEX is merging into is around metabolic health. So because we can measure that visceral fat component um, people with diabetes or heart disease are really interested in in understanding that um, because when we look at visceral fat it tends to have one of the strongest relative risks to some of those health conditions um, so a big area now is definitely around metabolic health and metabolic based disease so you know fatty liver etc um, we use it for other areas of people's health um, in muscle wastage conditions, so things like muscular dystrophy and um, sarcopenia, so the loss of muscle tissue, we, we can use it there. Um, polycystic ovarian disease, if we're thinking about female health, we um, we see it, we use it there too. Um, but that, that just trying to gives you a broad overview. So there is definitely a clinical aspect. Um, there's always that sporting aspect. There's the obese overweight um, aspect too that we we use it and that just ties back to those who are overweight and obese tend to have high metabolic risk so we can track visceral fat and if they're trying to lose weight we can obviously track what's happening to their body fat so it's got a quite a broad role and then it's obviously got the um, bone density component too which is what it was originally created for yeah i like that uh like it breaks things down so so well it's you know rather than just stepping on the scales and going okay i'm 82 kilos today then you know that's obviously that's a mixture of your your bone density, the the weight of your bones, your um, the weight of your your fat and and your muscle, and the the way you break it down in the the report, it it measures that really accurately. And the one thing I saw when I had those those two scans two months apart was I lost I lost a kilo and a half of muscle and a half a kilo of fat just well because I I picked up the the long distance training and I started to to do only endurance and before that I was doing a little bit more gym and I was still eating quite well so I didn't have too much extra extra fat on me but mm. um, it was just it was good to see that change over time and I think you know a kilo and a half of drop in muscle mass is 
is a fair bit, but there's a reason behind it. So, you know, and like, you know, you ask the right questions too. You don't, you kind of ask the right, so what, you know, what do you mean doing the last um, sort of six months or so since then that, that might lead to that. And um, it just, uh, it's a really good sort of check-in that, um, that gives you more detail than just what, a, what the weight on a scale would tell you. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're exactly right. And one of the, the, I guess, the backbone for our business was to help our clients use DEXA to the, to the best that you can. So we really focus on um, reliability in the measurement over time. So DEXA, the technology itself, is very accurate and precise, but if it's not used um, in certain ways or inappropriately, so, you know, around client preparation, the scan positioning and the scan acquisition, there are variables that can impact um, the, the measurement itself. And that goes for all types of indirect body composition tools like skin folds or bod pod or the scales that you get at home. So as a practice, we really focus on that. And the good thing is we, we've been able to show, and, and even in, it supports it's supportive in the research as well, you can track two to 300 gram tissue change with a high degree of confidence. So that's one part of what we do is, uh, you know, the, the best use of DEXA, but then also the the education component. So if you look at a lot of the DEXA practices now, they are um, often in radiology clinics. Um, They tend to do scan-only services. Um, And so we, you know, you can really get a DEXA anywhere, but understanding what it means for you, your individual situation is so, so important. Um, You've got all this great data, but contextualizing it to your diet or your exercise habits or, you know, your body composition goals is what, where we find, the, is the primary reason why clients love working with us is because we've got that dietitian background and we can help guide them through that um, that journey. And like you were saying before, you know, arcs you can stuff around your exercise habits, and so we knew that that there was a change from you know a bit of strength based to more endurance. So it's expected to see a bit of muscle loss because of those changes in training. Um, and so I obviously could explain that to you. Whereas if you didn't have that education component. You might find someone has those results and, and then they might think that they're doing something wrong or they're not training as best as they can. But it wasn't, it wasn't because you weren't training well or eating well. It's because of the types of training you were doing and the changes that would occur off the back of that. So it's really an expected result. Um, yeah, so that's when you combine the two together, it can be a very powerful tool for a client because they get to sit down with an expert and um, figure, figure out all that data and what it actually means for them. Mm. And it's it's very inexpensive too, I think, for what you for what you get and the um, I guess the level of uh, detail and and accuracy of it as well. Like it's uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's something that you can can easily justify doing every you know six months or so, um, if not more regularly, if you wanted to. And I mean, what what sort of uh, if you think of in terms of like your best uh, your your best clients or the people who who really love it? What could you give me? Maybe one or two examples, obviously without giving names and stuff, but um, of of someone who's used it um, as a bit of a motivator for them. To, yeah, yep, to improve. Absolutely. Um, there's two clients that come into mind, and this was one I was actually speaking to. I was speaking about this client the other day to um, an, another a new client that we had. So. I'll put it, this one's a, a sporty type example. So this client was a CrossFitter um, and she wanted to maintain her weight but improve her composition. And so she was competing at 
from memory, I think 64 kilograms, um, but she knew she was probably, in terms of her power-to-weight ratio and her lifts, she just needed to be a little bit leaner and carry less body fat, but wanted her weight the same um, at, the, at the same total weight. So we worked with her um, over the year doing her DEXA scans, and we did some nutrition stuff as well. So our practitioners here have their own respective nutrition um, practices too as dietitians. And in one year, we were able to reduce her body fat by four and a half kilos and increase her lean muscle by four and a half kilos, and she was weight stable. And the beauty about DEXA was we had certain periods that we worked on. There was a like a cutting phase or reducing body fat and increasing muscle. But if you look at the year's journey, she basically was exactly the same on the scale, but her composition was significantly different. And that was exactly what we're aiming for. And it really just highlights um, when you – nailed down into composition it offers you a lot more detail than just using total weight especially for someone that's in a weight loss journey or in a you know that athletic active journey it's so so important and to see the data um it's it's amazing to watch how it's changed over time and then when you match it to the dietary interventions and exercise interventions it makes sense so there's points where she lost a little bit too much muscle because we'll um um uh, yeah, lost muscle through the cutting phase. So we readjusted her exercise and nutrition and then she put on muscle and continued to drop body fat. So it's just such a powerful tool. And when you apply it with, um, you know, a dietitian or an exercise professional, um, it just, it's, it's a great way to um, link everything together when you have that objective data. Yeah, um, that's, that's huge. Sorry, go. No, sorry, yeah. you go. Um, I was going to – I had the, um, the second client's example. So I had a diabetic client that I was working with, and I'll never forget him because before their appointment, they called me and they said, Andrew, I'm trying to lose weight. I've put on weight. And I said, okay. Um, well, we're focusing on composition, not total weight. And so this was a client that had just been diagnosed with diabetes and they've never really eaten well in their life. They never really exercise, and they've they've fallen into this this health condition. And the, the doctor's on their back. You've got to change, and you're going to have to take medication. And so they seeked our services, and then they did they seeked my dietitian services. And so, you know, set them up on a dietary plan. They started exercising, and they did put on weight. When we looked at their total weight, they put on half a kilo. But when we looked at the composition breakdown they had lost two kilos of body fat and put on two and a half kilos of muscle and their visceral fat significantly changed and their blood sugar levels were well in control with just that small amount of change in their body fat. And basically from then, you know, they were, they were one firstly surprised, but then we could um, reinforce all their positive changes they had made. And then the feedback to the doctor was, you know, this client's doing great and, you know, they're losing weight and they're building muscle. The doctor, you know, didn't want to consider medication because they felt confident they could manage their health and the and their developing diabetes just through diet and exercise alone. And so if this client, I guess, had used, you know, the scales or subjective type measurements, they would have no idea that they had a significant improvement in their composition, so fat and muscle, and then their metabolic health by reducing visceral fat. So it's just an awesome tool in those situations. Yeah, that's uh, that's such a uh, such a difference. It's yeah. You know, I was speaking to um, to a mutual friend, Tara, Tara Diversity, who uh, she helps a lot of people fuel right and, and get their feeding strategies right for for marathon swimming. And she was saying a, a similar sort of thing is it's it's very easy for someone to say. Oh, this this works or this doesn't work 
without giving it, well, either without giving it enough time to work or without seeing the true, um, the, the actual results or the, the truth in it. So like for her, it was, she, she might have swimmers who will try one type of feeding uh, or, you know, let's say one type of uh, gel or one type of um, fruit or something to, to feed on. And it works one time in one situation. And they say, oh, look, this, this works great. I want to stick with this and do this only. But it's mm-hmm. not really seeing the, the, true, uh, the, the truth behind it because you need to try it out more than once and you need to um, try it in different situations where it's, it's really just about, about seeking the truth there. And that's, uh, I mean, your example, there's a, such a great example of, uh, of getting the real, uh, I guess, the, the proper information behind it. So it's, um, what, I, what I liked about it too when I had my scan is it's, it's, it's almost like the reward you get for or for training or putting in a lot of effort, it's, it's, a, it's really delayed gratification. So I, I had my scan six months apart and you sort of see that, that second result and all this work has gone into it, all this training, all this uh, eating well and everything and, and then you see it on paper, but it's a really delayed gratification and you need to yeah. be patient with it. But um, yeah, it's, 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 a nice, uh, it's a nice little reward at the end there to kind of see the result if you put in, in the work, but it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Yeah, exactly right. And even if, like, we've had some clients that might have a negative result, um, you know, the good thing is that we're able to sit down and really work through what's going on. Is Was it the exercise that led to the negative result? Was it nutrition? And then you can use that info to then make some more changes. And so you're continuously progressing and working on things. Um, so even whether they're positive or negative results, it's all – it all can be used for good conversation with a professional that understands sport or clinical health and obviously the DEXA to then figure out what is the next step. So rather than taking two steps backwards and one forwards, we're always moving forward with our clients. Yeah, that's right. It's like a, it's like when you're training for a, um, or when you're training for a, a big race, it's good to have some uh, some races in between just to check your progress and see whether you're you're on track or you've you've slipped behind. Maybe you um, you might fail somewhat in that race where you you may not have fed properly or your strategy may not have worked. And then it's good to chat with your your coach after that race and see where you went went wrong and adjust it. It's it's exactly the same with um, with diet and um, and all that sort of stuff. So it's uh, yeah, just a, it's almost like. Um, you know, you, you use races to, to check in with, with your progress. It's the same thing for, um, for your health and well-being. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So um, for anyone who's listening to this, who's in Melbourne or who visits Melbourne, what's the best way to, to book a, a scan with you and, uh, and find out what you guys do and where you are? Um, so our website will house all of that information. We've also got a live um, booking function. So our um, complete availability will be there and you can just book in online or you could contact us. Um, the website address is www.dexamelbourne.com.au. So Dex is D-E-X-A and then you have Melbourne. Um, and so that's that's always going to be the um, yeah the best way to get in contact with us. And for people who are outside of Australia, is there there's places to get this done everywhere else? Yeah, good good question. There definitely is. Um, it, every state has a private um, DEXA practice. Um, I guess like ours, they do DEXA scanning, whether they have dietitians that work there or if their protocols are different. Um, obviously, it's very practice specific, but you definitely can get a DEXA um, 
DEXA scan in a practice like ours in a private setting. Um, DEXA is in a lot of places. There's a lot of radiology clinics or hospitals that use them, but often um, you have to get a referral to use um, the services in the in a hospital setting or something. So just maybe Google your state. So you know Sydney and write DEXA or you know Perth and write DEXA, and then um, something definitely will come up. But it is it is widely available in Australia. Um, but just always keep in mind that every practice is slightly different. So some some states you need a referral, <clears throat> other states like Victoria you don't need a referral for a DEXA scan. Great. Well, uh, yeah, I, I really got a lot out of it. And I'm I'm going to use it. Um, I think every six months I'm going to uh, to come in and just sort of have a check in where I, where I'm at. And I've just entered a hundred k running race for September, which is about another six months away. So I'd be interested interested to see what. Um, what changes my body goes through with with that as well because it's um, I think I'll become a lot less top heavy from because I won't be swimming quite yeah. as, as much but um, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to, to that and I appreciate you coming on the the podcast and sharing a bit more about Dexa it's it's a really good tool to use and it's great that it's available in in so many different places so thank you again yeah my pleasure um, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to the podcast but yeah if, if anyone out there's got questions about Dexa and um, they think it's important for them, but they just want to figure out, um, you know, if it's appropriate or not, then, you know, we're well, we're happy to take some emails and calls, um, along the way and, and help, help those people make that decision. So, um, yeah, that's for your listeners. Um, they're welcome to give us a call anytime. And that's just on the, on the Dexa Melbourne website. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thanks again, Andrew. No problem. Thanks for today. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.